Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. I've kind of been a bit lazy, not lazy. I've just uh, not had that many podcasts getting released, uh, at least solo ones. I've been quite busy on Instagram. Uh, I'm doing YouTube this year. I found two amazing video editors. Oh, my God. How am I going to decide which one to use? Anyways, lots more YouTube content coming. Uh, YouTube is probably one of the best places, uh, you know, to kind of get my content because it's visual and a lot of property is visual, you know, so as much as you're listening here, I know it's easy to listen, you're walking your dog, you're at the gym, you're doing whatever the hell you're doing with yourself. It's kind of easy just to listen. I get that. I'm the same, you know, but sometimes with property, you really need to see stuff, especially about refurbs. Speaking of refurbs, pick up Mainty because, uh, who's my building contractor. We are flying we're gliding we're soaring you know uh through this current refurb it's just ridiculous how fast it is it's a bit too fast because i need more deals and i haven't got any more deals but that's what i'm doing at the moment uh, i held a site day on the 22nd of january which was awesome i think there's 16 people there everyone i could just see on their faces that they were learning so much in every single room and every single thing we spoke about and craig the builder was there for the whole four hours so you know there was a lot of information, deal side, technical side, hands-on, hands, you know, because both of us were there from different angles of this deal. So yeah, everyone got a really big treat on that day of having the builder there, especially a builder who's so experienced and who can actually talk, you know, most can't spell her own freaking name properly. Yeah, I found out Cowboy Chris had my name saved as Taj for about a year. I was like, you bastard. I've spent what, 40, 60 grand on refurbs, you can't spell my name properly. Idiot. Uh... Today I want to talk about fakes, fakers, right? Because there's so much, you know, um, there's so much bullshit out there. I was speaking to um, Accidental Female Developer, who's been on my podcast, and I've spoken at their property event as well, which is at second Thursday of every month. I host a networking event in London. Come along, it's 30 quid. Uh, yeah, we always have a good time and we're there till like midnight. So yeah, it's like six hours of networking plus the speaker, plus you get to meet me and Uncle James. Come along. Anyways, I was chatting to her and I've always, you know, and I speak to Shaz, you know, kind of uh, about this as well, because there's so many fake dickheads out there and it is really difficult. <laughs> I can't even say that seriously. Okay. It can be very difficult to see who's faking it with some simple maths ratios. If you remember that from GCSEs, uh, you can work out when someone's kind of faking it. However, there are some very, very good fakes out there. There is other ways that people, you know, kind of don't tell the truth, not just follower numbers, but, you know, you need to be really careful out there on the internet. I've said this before, you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, you would have heard podcasts on this before. But nowadays, when, you know, making money on the internet is so common, I don't want to say it's easy because it's not easy, but when making money on the internet is kind of what everyone's doing. And in order to make money on the internet, you know, you need to sell your product, right? You need to be able to position yourself in a certain way. And society is very shallow. It's a fact. See someone driving a Lamborghini, they're rich. See someone in a Nissan Micra, they ain't rich. See someone wearing Gucci, oh, she got money. 
See someone in Primark. Oh, God, poor man. That is society, right? That's what everyone thinks. Not everyone, but you know what I mean? That is society. That is how things are judged, you know? That's a kind of crude example, but it, it highlights how we look at things. Now, this is why people can prey on that because it's what everyone thinks, you know? We all know fire means danger, right? Someone runs in the middle of your office and says, fire! You're all going to run to the fire exit, right? It's a similar thing on the internet. People are going to show things that they know are going to get them sales, right? People are going to say, yeah, financially free in a month. You just got a deal source, man. It's so easy. No, it is not. Yeah, big up all the good deal sources out there. <clears throat> all three of you. Uh, because it's very, very difficult. Are you going to be financially free in a month? Not if, not unless you're a hermit who lives in a cave and you don't eat and you sort of, you know, drink your own piss like Bear Grylls or whatever. Even then you need something to make the piss with. You know, so yeah, you can't, let's not get into drinking that stuff because, yeah, drinking it and staying in a hotel, lol. You know, people are going to use what they're going to use to sell because they know it sells, right? It's a vicious circle. People say, oh, well, people are faking it. And it's like, yeah, but you're believing it. And you're believing it because of your worldview and because of your perception. And then as you have that perception, people are going to keep putting it out there and selling it. And that perception keeps getting built. It literally is a vicious circle, one after the other. And, you know, who's to say that fakers should stop faking it when it works and it makes them business? Obviously, there's ethical reasons. But who's to say that society shouldn't change and stop being so freaking shallow? We all want the silver bullet. You know, we all invest in crypto to get quick, large returns. Yeah, when it drops, oh, fuck me, everyone's silent then, aren't they? Hey, how's everyone feeling, eh? Hey, blood in the streets, boy. And so, you know, who's to blame? It's, you know, there is a question of ethics. And I think the blame kind of is, is a little bit more one-sided towards the people doing it because you have a choice. I don't, I don't personally advertise my education with any false things. In fact, the website probably puts people off. I probably lose money because I'm like, this shit's hard. Are you ready for this? Are you really ready for it? It can be done, but it's a very stressful. I've done these projects. Here's my issues. Like, I know that I'd make more sales. Like, I promise you I'd make more sales. I don't know, 20% more? You know, I'd have more people taking the course, doing mentorship or whatever, if I said, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't even talk about how I got investors on my first deal, family, or my, like, third deal. I don't say how I put one Instagram story up and got 57 grand in my account. I don't even talk about that on the homepage often because it, it kind of gives the wrong message and it's really not that easy in this game. Um, but... It would sell more if I, if I did that. Like, so someone in my position, what are you supposed to do? You know? Um, and I suppose you can sort of equate it to like investors as well, because, you know, you show an investor a deal pack and, you know, you want to put in, it's going to make a hundred grand. It's this, this, this comparables. You've cherry picked them, blah, 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 just to get their money. Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? You're giving them what they want to hear, but it's totally wrong. It's totally unethical and you could lose their money. That's a big, big risk. So what, you know, what should you do in that situation? Well, you know, be fucking ethical and be, do things correctly. The, the, one of the worst things for me right, with fakers is, you know, it can be quite easy. You know what? Let me let me bring up someone's profile right now. You're, you're lucky it's not on video because I swear I would show you the screen and there'd be litigation. Um, although it's a fact. Yeah. Okay. This account. That's about 40, 40k followers, I think, some of that. Um, not following many people, following like, I don't know, a thousand, thousand and a half. Now, 
got about a thousand posts. So you know what? A thousand posts to get to 43K, definitely possible. I've seen people with less do more. So, uh, you know, okay, we can't really, um, you know, sort of um, argue with that. The profile looks good. They've got all the usual things, you know, uh, teach you how to be financially free, you know, property empire. I've got an empire, you know, bestseller, all this shit. All the shit that you expect, you know, to kind of be real. All the posts are real as well. Um, but yeah, it's all bullshit. So, you know, I'll go through the n- number of followers on some of the... and um, Like, sorry, on the um, posts. So the last post had 100... Again, I'm going to change these figures slightly so you don't know who I'm talking about. But last post got about 100 likes. Comments-wise, even though it tagged a lot of people in, most of the comments... One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, a robot saying, hello, sir, please, would you sign up to my thing? Hello, sir, I can promote your services. Yeah, that's, nah, fake, fake. Uh, Next post got 160 likes. Next one was 200. Then we're looking at about 183. About two, 3,000 on videos, less than 1,000. What the fuck? One post got a lot of likes, but yeah, I don't know how the other one got a lot of likes. The other one got a lot of like, hmm. Okay. The ratio of video views, right? And the ratio of likes. Video views is always a good one, right? Like to kind of be able to tell are just way too low. So me with 17.3k real followers, my shit videos get like two, 300. This real got... 2,000, oh, 5,000, 11K on a reel. I've had, fuck it, I, I need to check these. I've had 10K on this reel. Wicked. Um, You know, we look at likes, 161, 122, 80, 100, 150. These are my likes, 187. I've got 17.3K followers. So why is someone with 40 getting the same number of likes as me? Yeah, their content could be shit. Yes, it may not be as engaging, but let's be effing honest here. They've purchased the followers. And the worst thing is when, you know, this happens and they boast about lots of things, things that aren't verifiable on the internet. So, you know, of course, Companies House can tell you things. But remember, Companies House accounts are usually from like a year ago. You have so much time to file them that, well, things can change. I know if you look at mine, you'll say, okay, I see assets there, but nowhere near what he's saying he has right now. You can't really verify that, you know, unless I show you completion statements, but I can Photoshop those. Um, until the accounts are out, which will be this year's accounts, I think. Only then will you be able to see the million pound plus. And even then I've got three or four limited companies. So you're not going to see them all until all the accounts are done. You know, and accounts are accounts, you know. I'll, I'll let you make what you want of that, you know. But people can hide stuff. People can downvalue things, right? To sort of save tax when they sell the asset, etc., etc. And sometimes things aren't valued on um, actual values and there's a book value, blah, blah, blah. So it is very hard to actually verify people, you know? But if they say they buy in a, in a limited company, and I don't know, the companies have just set up and there's nothing in them, mm, again, I could set up a company today and buy a 10 million pound portfolio tomorrow in it. You will not know. And you will not know for a year plus, I think like nine months or whatever afterwards. So really, you know, people say, oh, well, I've seen that guy, he's on companies now, he's got 10 companies, there's nothing in them. It's like, yes, because it depends how long ago they started. You know, it depends how they're accounting things, you know. So finding out if someone's a fake is is genuinely really, really hard. 
you know, I wish I could give you some better advice. But, you know, on Instagram, you can tell, right? In terms of followers and the ratio of likes to followers and views and things like that, you, you can tell. But actually saying, you know, are they a fake? Is their, is their portfolio fake? Are they, you know, it is very difficult. Um, one of the key ways is um, asking questions. Now, some of these, these fakers, they, you know, they put stuff on Facebook and look, Instagram, Instagram has a lot of tolerance, you know, people don't call out bullshit. They just let it be. Maybe because it's full of it, right? All the Love Island contestants and Kylie Jenner and all this shit. But on Facebook, huh, listen, you know how many middle-aged men are sitting on Facebook waiting for you to say something stupid? Huh? You know what I'm talking about. They're going to call you out. And I've seen people giving it all this shit on Instagram. They jump on Facebook and that's it. They're dead. Get absolutely murked by everyone. Slapped around, literally. Imagine a, a fish out of water jumping around getting slapped. Sorry, vegans, vegetarians, big up pescatarians. But that's what's happening. Um, and also certain people on Instagram, when you question them, they don't have an answer. They can't answer. They avoid it. They squirr, squirr. They swear the question. You know, there's things like that on lives, not answering things, not knowing, giving you fake knowledge. You know, you buy their books and they're trash. They're thin. There's no fucking content in them, right? It's just whatever. It's an upsell to something. Chat shit, right? So I think nowadays it's really, really hard to tell. You know, Companies House doesn't help at all with anything generally. Um, you know, it is really hard. And that's why I think you have to look for people who post stuff that's honest. But then hold on a minute, Ted, you, what's honest? Yeah, exactly. What is honesty? I think you have to look for people that your gut says, hmm, this seems realistic. This makes sense. They're being honest. They're showing the ups and downs. They're showing everything. Um, they're not just saying how easy it is. And they're not just giving superficial stuff. At the same time, superficial stuff works. Watch me post pictures for a week of of my mate's Lamborghini. My mate's got, she just bought another one, actually. Congratulations. You know who you are. Um, my other mate's got a Lambo. My other mate's got, I've got friends with enough cars. I can just, I can just go on the street and do it. Well, I can, you know, hire whatever. Post that for one or two weeks. I promise you, I'll have loads of people asking about mentoring, loads of people asking about e-learning, loads of people commenting, oh, well done, Michael. Because of society. But let me show you the pipes here that my plumber's fucked up. Let me show you the flu that he didn't pack correctly. And my gas safe engineer said, you need to get someone over to pack this with some cement and proper. Let me show you that shit, which is real important. It's going to save your ass and save you from prosecution. But... Let me look at a piece of metal. Listen, I love Lamborghinis, don't get me wrong. But you know what I mean? So I think you really have to look at your gut and have conversations with them and see how they conversate and how other people perceive them to an extent. And yes, you can go on company's house. But, you know, there's only so much you can tell there. Um, Really getting a feel for someone is kind of, yeah, down to your gut and down to your perception of them. But look, please be careful. So many people out there promising fake things. Like, use your brain, right? Like, I don't mean to tell you off. I mean, I, I'm telling some of you off. Like, I am, 100% am. But most of you, I'm not. Like, you have to look and say, right, oh, I've bought my own residential or whatever. It took me so long. Or, oh, yeah, I've heard about property. You know, it can be a bit slow, whatever. How is this person buying stuff so quickly? Or if they're saying deal sourcing makes you rich in, like, a few months, well, if it's three grand a pop and everyone's struggling to find deals and but I've got a job, and how am I going to find this many deals to cover my it's like you know what i mean we have to use some logic now again if you don't know something you don't know it so how are you going to know it's not possible speak to other people so you're on someone's education thing you're on someone's book and they say yeah you can do it like this you can do it like this ask three other people who you think are realistic right ask them on instagram hey is this possible right and don't frame your question like oh can we have a call please can we jump on a call no we fucking cannot jump on a call what do you think i'm sitting here waiting fucking on a call I, I hate messages like that. 
Like, seriously, when you value your time, you should all be valuing your time. It's the dumbest message you can ever receive. One, I don't know you. One, I don't owe you. Two, who are you? Please, why do I need to help you? I don't, right? I put hours, hundreds of hours of free content out there. I'm not jumping on an effing call, right? I'm trying to do what I'm doing, right? Run my freaking business. If you want to jump on a call, you have to compel someone, right? You have to give me a reason. I'm not saying write me an essay. I'm just saying, hey, Tej, you know, I heard this from uh, from someone the other day and I don't know if it's realistic or not. It seems a bit crazy, but I don't know. It sounds pretty awesome. You know, what are your thoughts on this? Here's a specific statement. You know, what do you think about this? Or if you feel it needs a call, oh, you know, do you offer kind of a, a, a you know kind of consultation service? Do you do calls? Do you do meetups? Or just spend more than one second on the profile and look for events I'm doing. Look for my free 15-minute calls. I have about three hours a week that I dedicate for free, absolutely free, 15-minute calls, right? To consult, to do deal analysis, whatever you need. Use them, take advantage of them. But don't send messages, can we jump on a call? Oh, can I go for coffee? No, you can't, bruv. I ain't got time to waste like that. Like, honestly, don't come with that entitlement when you kind of find things out. I promise you, use that kind of template. Go like go for a little bit of detail, but go be direct as well. And people will appreciate it because then if you, you know, someone can just say, yeah, that's that's a lie. Here's why. Or mm, actually, no, that is real. I've got an example of it. You know, here's a post. Check it out. Or, you know what I mean? So like use the network around you, use social media, but don't just feel entitled to anyone's time because none of us are right um if i'm trying to get a hold of someone who can help me or whose attention i want to help me i'm gonna do everything i you know can to to get it right if they're at a level way above me in experience or knowledge then i need to compel them to talk to me anyway this is a different discussion right but you get what i'm saying get information and verify it with other people who you also see are doing realistic things um there's too many fakers on the internet too many bullshitters um, and even lots of people in non-property stuff. Like I, you know, when you, when you know people who know people, who you know, kind of experience the honesty and see the reality of stuff and have tested it by asking basic ass questions, you really see some of these people out there are fake, fake as fuck, fakers, right? Um, but they talk the most shit on Instagram. So take a step back, you know, think what's real, think why you're really doing this and what you're looking for, and if, you know someone posing with this stuff is the best person to teach you or to help you now look someone's got a lamborghini they genuinely own it right lease cash whatever i don't care as they own it like they have a fair chunk of money here because the services on them minor service like 1500 the major service like three grand tires get out of here the tires are mad like 400 800 quid something crazy right the petrol (sighs) please yeah I have a 6.2 litre V8 AMG engine and it does 16 to 27 miles to the gallon. Absolute pain. Expensive. And it has to have premium petrol. I can't even think what these Lamborghini people and these, you know, Ferrari people are on and why cars are not more efficient and powerful after how many years of having the combustion engine. Anyways, when you look at someone like that, they have money, right? They have money. So, you know, at the same time, they must be successful in some shape or form in order to run now to have it, right? Obviously, you can't prove ownership again, so it could be a fake. But if someone genuinely is owning it and you can tell and you can see, custom plate, whatever, then you have to kind of say, well, okay, hold on a second. They got, they've done something well. 
Now, again, it gets difficult because how do you know it's their money? How do you know it's their parents? How do you know it's, you know, inherited? You don't know, right? You just don't know. But just, you know, for a second, I have to say that there are some displays of wealth that do show that someone has a lot of, uh, what's the word, expendable income, extra income, a bit of sauce on the side. Um, so don't necessarily be put off totally by it because sometimes it's a positive thing. And again, this kind of relates to, to um, you know, a society. You pull up in a Rari, agent goes, whoa, serious. You pull up in something else, it's a different perception, right? So, and it's always the shiny, new, typical stuff that actually gets attention, not kind of the stuff that matters. Um, so yeah, I hope this has been useful, not just me rambling on rambling i do like rambling walking i believe no is that rambling when you're a rambler uh but yes i'm also looking for my own residential house so if you've got any shitholes in hitchin hitchin in hertfordshire or anywhere around there or where's the other area we're looking at st albans lol overpriced but or harpenden of course where all the rich indians go and they get money lol i'll be the poorest one in there let me know uh, i'll buy it off you or i'll pay you money to find deal source or whatever so yeah looking for an absolute shithole doesn't have to be habitable or anything. Um, if you've got a farm, I mean, let me retire early. Get me a farm. Anyways, I hope that's been useful. Watch out for the fakers. Please look at the ratios. Please don't jump into anything without researching it and researching the person and asking them questions. If you can't see stuff for them, say, hey, you say you've done this. You know, no offense or anything. Obviously, I just need to know I'm making sure with the real person because, you know, the internet is what it is, blah, blah, blah. You know, how, how have you bought these? Where's the, where's the proof, right? So, yeah, have a good evening. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.